0: Dirty Money Moves discusses cases in which a crime may have occurred. All parties referred to in this podcast are presumed innocent until proven guilty by law. Opinions expressed don't necessarily reflect those of the podcast host, Murderish, or Cloud10 Media. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed our mini-series on the Queen Bee of Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw. For the episode you're about to hear, I sat down with Ryan Bailey, host of two podcasts, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, and What the Kids Are Watching. Even though Ryan says it's a little embarrassing, he's somewhat of an expert on The Housewives, which is why I was really excited to bring him on Dirty Money Moves to chat about Jen Shaw and all the legal drama she's currently wrapped up in. And as we all know by now, there is plenty to talk about when it comes to the bougie Gucci bag carrying fiery woman who claims to be the MVP of Salt Lake City. Ryan Bailey is hilarious, and I think you'll enjoy his insight and sarcasm about the whole thing. Without further delay, please enjoy my chat with podcast host and certified housewives expert, whether he claims it or not, Ryan Bailey. Ryan, I've been wanting to get you on the show. You and I talked about this a few months ago when I was a guest on your podcast, but you and I have been dying to talk about Jen Shaw.
1: I asked you to, I said, I want to talk about Jen Shaw with you. I saw the the logo and I was like, I need, I need to talk to you about Jen Shaw.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at you as um, you are a housewife's expert.
1: I, I would thank you, but that's also kind of embarrassing. <laughs> like it's having thank you. Yeah.
0: Oh my God! You should wear that as a badge of honor because I also <laughs> consider myself one as well, and I brag about it all the time. Okay, so Ryan, uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Want to hear about your podcast? Tell the audience, and then let's get into Jen Shah.
1: Well, I uh, I host a podcast uh, for Cloud Ten, actually. Uh, so bad it's good. With Ryan Bailey, that's like a, a reality show, Bravo, pop culture podcast. And just started doing a new podcast with them called What the Kids Are Watching, which is a children's recap show with me and Natalie Boucher who has a daughter. I do not have a kid yet. And this will actually determine if I do have kids. But <laughs> I will say these kid shows are just as wild as Housewives. I mean, they're just, I mean, I would say even less ridiculous than Housewives. Housewives is the most ridiculous thing that you could talk about. And every time I think it's going to slow down something like jen shaw happens where it's just i mean you're like you can't write this stuff and you know the jen shaw stuff is so fascinating to me because you know she's not the only one she's around teresa giudici she's around the erica jane stuff this is you know she's just the most recent one and always i find with these ladies it used to be aspirational and now it's kind of moved past that and i don't know about you i mean I don't think a lot of people would trade places with Jen Shaw right now.
0: Absolutely. I think most rational people would not want to trade places with Jen Shaw because she is facing like well over a decade in prison for what she did. Right. She just pleaded guilty. Yeah. But see, Jen Shaw, I think also, I mean, maybe she would want to trade places with the current Jen Shaw situation, but she's so loves the spotlight like she just absolutely is loving every second of it like so I just don't know if like part of her is also getting off a little bit on it but but wishes she wasn't going to prison of course
1: well, sure. I mean, uh, the reality of that situation is going to really take hold when she has to show up for sent, you know, show up for her sentence. And we still have sentencing on November twenty eighth, I believe. Mm-hmm. So the reality of that situation, she might still be in some kind of fairy tale land. But remember, these housewives are housewives for a reason, and their egos are so big. And I, I don't want to say always out of control, but you know, they really do crave the spotlight. And that's kind of what we are drawn to in some ways. Jen Shaw was like a little bit different because she came in so hot on that first season of Salt Lake, where you're like, yo, slow down. Like she she was trying to give us Housewives' greatest hits. And Absolutely. I was like, just, just relax into it, you know, by the, you know, like let's see what you got. And the second season, you know, unfortunately, I think though it becomes less fun, or at least I'm finding it less fun from an audience standpoint when these things do happen, when you're defrauding. Um, the elderly, it really takes a lot of enjoyment out of me watching some of her outlandish behavior on the show because at the end of the day, it's just, it doesn't, um, you know, it's just, there's nothing it's too dark, there's nothing I can find funny about it because no. these are real things that she has done. This is not also we're, we're past the point of saying, allegedly, you know, yes. we can prove this Yes, and it's really dark and, and the, 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 you know, if you were to, you know, look at it in a macro sense and pull out. I would say that it's, you know, if you look into any of these housewives now, I I, I mean, I, I feel like there's, I said to somebody else, there's got to be like a FBI division at this point. Anybody gets on these housewives show, they're immediately going to investigate them because, you know, you're you're down that path where it's like you're, yes. you're probably a 70% chance that you're going to find something in these women's histories um, just, to, just to impress enough to be on the show to begin with. They're spending yes. money they don't
0: have. You're exactly right. And, you know, with Jen Shaw, certainly she knew that she was committing all these scams for years before she got on to the housewives. And she did not follow the golden rule because she probably wanted the fame and the attention so much that she didn't follow the golden rule that Wait, every housewife— to meet the golden rule is like you have to air out your skeletons. Now, she in her case, she couldn't because then the FBI would move in and go, "Oh, li- listen, we're arresting you." But I'm saying for the most part, if you have skeletons in your closet, do not think you're going to go on the housewives and keep those skeletons there. They are yeah. going to come out. We have we are we live in an era of internet sleuths like you and me who like, we will look you up. We will find out everything in your past and people do that. And if you are a prolific scam artist, who's literally built your wealth on the backs of vulnerable people, I mean, if that, that shit's going to come out. So that's where it's like, that tells you, that gives you a huge glimpse into who Jen Shaw is, her psyche. Because but even that
1: is, e- that's all ego based because yes. she, th- I mean, you're, you're, You know, you can assume that she thinks she is smarter than all of us. She thinks that even if I have a camera on me, I will be able to deflect, distract, pivot. And that's what we see with a lot of her defenses or even on the show itself. She'll always deflect. She'll always throw it. She'll throw the attention somebody else's way. And that's why I always thought it was so stupid of her to do the second season of Salt Lake. But then at the end of the season, I was like, wow, it kind of paid off for her. These other women were out actually more outlandish than Jen Shah, and Shen Shaw, for having charges against her, came off not looking nearly as bad as some of the other women, which I was just—the uh, fact that she got through the reunion, I was like, what a gamble, and it paid off, but it also shows me that it's like, you can, if you just commit to a lie— 60% yeah. of the people will usually believe that lie, hook, line, and sinker, and not look into it at all. It's the rest of us, the other 40, that are like, wait a sec, something's off. Hold here. on,
0: something's not adding up. And see, that is the gift of a manipulator, a scam artist. They know that. They know that most people want to believe, like, that, you know, most people are good and that what they're seeing and hearing about yes, you yeah. is mostly authentic and true. And, okay, yes. yeah, she couldn't really explain what she did for a living on the reunion. It was a little like, wait, what? But we just moved past it because to think of this grand uh, idea of, oh, she's this huge scam artist, uh, you know, ripping off millions of dollars for many years, international, you know, yeah. telemarketing scheme, that just is too big of a thought. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's bring it back to reality. She's probably fine. She's not committing scams. Her her work is legit. So, yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with you on that. And, you know, with Jen Shaw specifically, something that like Erica Jane could, you know, Come down a few notches, but she doesn't have the ability to. Like with Jen Shaw, she's so good at being vulnerable, and and I find myself really hating her when she's just going off and so nasty and so mean and so self centered. But. I, I find myself a little bit endeared to her when she's vulnerable. Like, I'm see, like, oh. I always,
1: But rem- I, I come from an acting background ah. and I studied that. You know, that is just switching tactics. That's saying, this isn't working, now let me throw it to this so I can actually get your sympathy, I can become softer, I can become, because that is something that works. You know, when we like, yeah. wow, look at the emotional range, look at somebody sharing this much, you know? That is not the sign of somebody that is honestly... You know, doing that, but we give them credit for that because we see them so outlandish in their anger and stuff. But if you can flip it then to, oh, you know, woe is me, and I'm so sad because of this and this and this, you're like, I'm she's really opening it up to me. Those women, it's especially Heather Gay, I will always say this, who I had on the podcast, and she. Said that you know I'm standing behind. This is before everything. Yeah. I'm standing behind her. I you know we, and even if she did do it, everybody makes mistakes. And you know, it, well, I, I mean, this was a, a a clip that actually got pulled, and like people wrote articles based on this because it was just so like wow. Like my my assumption was that like this woman has really done a number on her friends, like the right. manipulation. And and I'm sorry to be rude like that, but remember. Con artists are manipulators, and it's not like they have a rule book where they're like, we never do it with friends or family. It's only (laughs) for people that we make money off of. I would never do that to a friend. Like, that's ridiculous. She was doing this in all aspects of her life, and she kept this lie up. I mean, even supposedly the people closest to her didn't realize she was going to change her plea to guilty.
0: She only changed her plea when her back was absolutely up against the wall. Twelve other co-conspirators had pled guilty. So it's like she's the only one left. And if the federal if the federal government is after you and brings charges and indictments against you, you better believe they've got evidence to back it up. That's typically the Southern District
1: of New York isn't going to be like, well, let's see how this goes Mm. down. Hopefully we get a win here. But who knows? It's a highly
0: circumstantial case. Let's just throw the spaghetti against the wall. See what sticks.
1: But that's what's so funny is that most viewers will go, well, Jen says she's innocent, so I guess she's innocent. And like, and she had you know, those
0: supporters.
1: And Meredith's like, you know, in this country, we're innocent until proven guilty. Ah, and it's yeah. like, sure, but also look at the the things that have been presented so far. like, And I don't need – nobody needs to be a legal expert or something, but just read. Read with your own eyes. I always encourage my audience – like don't even take my word for it go look at this stuff yourself if it interests you but unfortunately we live in a day and age where I don't think I don't think people are trustworthy anymore and I think money is the almighty god in a lot of ways and especially with housewives, that's yeah. what is worship more than anything else. And we celebrate these women for their outlandish lifestyles, even, you know, with like Dubai or O.C., you know, when Heather Dubrow came back, it was a return to true wealth on the O.C. And, you know, these things are truly celebrated. Yeah. I just think, you know, when you're then crossing this line into criminal activity, for me, it's a real hard no still.
0: Agreed. I agree with you. And, and, you know, with Jen, when you think about, uh, let's say, like a murder case versus like a white collar crime case, you know, fraud case like Jen Shaw's. You know, typically, yeah, I understand the whole innocent until proven guilty, okay? We know that wrongful convictions happen. The wrong person gets arrested, you know, often enough in, say, like a criminal case. Maybe there's an eyewitness who thought they saw something, but it was dark, you know, and they really didn't see what they thought they saw. And the police arrest that person based on a faulty eyewitness, all right? That happens. That does happen. That's a reality. But when you're talking about crimes with a significant paper trail, wire fraud, it is Not that hard to go. The documents are right here. You you very 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 likely did this. We are going to bring indict you know an indictment against you can
1: improve you can prove she was using encryption apps too to communicate with uh, Stu Chains to you know (laughs) you know you don't use encrypted encrypted apps like Telegram and stuff unless you are trying to get other people to not see what you're you know usually you can. Take pride in your work and show the steps that it took to get there. Right. And listen, I have a very personal. You know, my grandmother was taken in by, you know, like my, my, you know, my grandma's like 94 years old and she lives in an assisted living facility now. But a couple of years ago she didn't. And she, you know, some scam artist called and, you know, sold her a new roof, you know, uh, like I just really gosh. don't have a lot of sympathy for people no. that prey on the elderly. It's just really horrible. And and you can have all the reasons in the world. You can say, I, I did it for my family and I helped them out. But I'm sorry. That's just that's not. It's not kosher in my book at all.
0: I agree with you. And, and I I respect how worked up you get about it because that's exactly it. They're, these are such vulnerable people. These are lives that she's potentially ruined financially and emotionally. The emotional trauma that comes from being scammed out of a lot of money or even a little bit of money, the embarrassment, the shame, the, the all the things. She did that and she knowingly did it for so many years. And that's when, going back to our earlier conversation, I of course we watch the housewives. Everybody watches it maybe for like a different reason, you know. Some people want the aspirational. Some people want the drama and the cat fights. But I personally, there's there's good reality TV in that there's women who have a spat, throw some funny lines at you know zingers at each other and talk shit, and then they're like over it, you know, a few episodes down the road, or maybe they're not. But like when it gets so dark, when you're talking about real victims who whose lives have been deeply affected by this person. I'm out. I don't need to see that. I don't want to see. It doesn't entertain me. I don't want to see Jen Shaw on season three of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Well, you're for going that to because it's, well, because it's
1: completely already filmed except for yes. the reunion. So this is what's going to be fascinating, people listening at home, is that you are going to see an entire season where she is saying she is not guilty. She is going to be lying the entire season. And they were already done filming when yes. she switched her plea unless they got secondary footage, which is possible. You know, I'm not saying that's not going to happen. And I'm like, well, are they going to try to rush a fourth season? Will she try... And will Bravo continue to film with her? Which I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And I do also. It's like we give these women commercial time. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, listen. I know we get to hear your story and your story. You'll be able to garner sympathy from the audience. Mm-hmm. But like I said, what about all the victim stories? What yeah. about all the what about the sympathy that we're never going to hear directly? From these victims, unless they make that a a storyline, which would be weird, because then you're actually dealing with true pain. Yeah. Um, but the Jen Shaw, you know, she has she has a season to paint whatever picture she wants to paint, and you know, most people, I mean, most people will know by this point what is going on, but there's. There's some people that don't pay that close of attention, you know, because of their own lives and all that stuff sure. that they might not even know. They might be like, well, she says she's innocent. She's innocent. She's like, crying
0: they, on camera. She's yeah, Ill, like, look at know? that.
1: Look how emotional she's getting, you know?
0: Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. So my jaw hit the floor when I found out, oh, my God, she oh, my God. And I shouldn't be shocked because it's Jen Shaw who agreed yeah. to do a third. But but I am shocked. I'm shocked for so many reasons. And you know, me personally, I don't want to see it. I really don't. I've already made up my mind about it. I think it's way too dark. I don't think that a woman like her, a person like her should be given a platform. I don't. I think that it's a wrap. It's a wrap. We know what you did. And even before we actually knew she did it, like before she actually pled guilty, the writing enough was there. I mean, I'm sorry, but other housewives have been let go for less. Right.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah totally. uh,
0: they they've been fired for. I mean, less listen, you know, Durando
1: was put on pause just for drinking a <laughs> bunch and and being angry. You
0: know,
1: <laughs> you know, she defrauded her liver out of uh, uh, nutrients <laughs> or whatever. You know, I I mean, yeah, it's it's a weird. But it also, I don't feel sympathy. But it is a weird place for even Bravo to be because now Bravo is in the the criminal business you know where we're, I mean that the Erica Jane Tom Girardi story is still one of the biggest stories I mean there's still front page news on the LA Times every couple of weeks there seems to be a new facet to this story and it's been over a year now since I mean I've over I mean we're probably closing in on two years I mean it's yeah. been a long time and yeah. new things are still coming out about that and Bravo has to take those hits like Bravo has to be like you know, when it first started, it was Vicky and O.C. yelling about a family van, and now we are moving up to federal charges. And and Teresa was a bit of a warm-up, you know? And Teresa, as tragic as that was, I think, you know, like, they had all that cash and all that stuff and all that. I'm, I'm almost relieved to know that that was gotten from criminal activity, even though you're like, why would you then dare put that on TV? Right. But we forget, though. Like, I remember the Erica. I remember thinking years ago going like, man, I know lawyers make a lot of money, but me too. That's like a lot of money. Okay. Like that's Tom. Tom's like a lot of money. You know,
0: absolutely. My best friend and I had a conversation about this before the whole thing blew up, that he was exposed for what he was doing and everything. And, and I know Tom, for I used to work in Pasadena. That's where his firm is, and I, I yeah. and and again, I, it's very well known that yes, he's a high-profile attorney, certainly successful, won some big cases and stuff. And I know attorneys can do well, but two private jets, well, that didn't make sense to me. I was like, no. Oh,
1: I mean, we're dropping like hundred thousand dollar rings, just like like it's nothing. It doesn't and
0: match up, you, we, know? you know. We never.
1: I, I mean, at least I don't. And, I, you know, it's like I don't ever really trust my gut usually with these things. Yeah. I kind of write it off. like, And I think that's how these people kind of, you know, bank on things of just yeah. us writing things like, well, he seems confident or she yeah. seems confident that. I mean, I remember Jen Shaw, Andy, asking on the first reunion of Salt Lake going, Jen, what do you do? Explain your business. And I remember her explaining and, and going, OK, I don't understand. I that still don't get it. And I, But then I remember then they went on to like Mary and like, oh, Mary's got and I'll just I'll <laughs> forget about this entirely. And, you know, looking back, I'm like, yeah, she didn't have a it wasn't a strong explanation. I'm like, yeah. okay, digital marketing, you do the leads or generate. And it was something that I was like, looking back on, I'm like, In that moment, I didn't understand, like, you know, we should pay attention to more things that we don't understand instead of writing them off. Go, okay, that is a little weird. And I think the signs with Jen were there all along. I mean, she just, I think, desperately wanted
0: on this show. Finding healthy and easy recipes to cook for my family every night gets exhausting, not to mention the time I have to spend at the grocery store getting all of the ingredients. Green Chef solves all of that, so it's no wonder it's the number one meal kit for eating well for every lifestyle, including keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, mediterranean and gluten-free you can choose from 24 healthy recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different diet preferences also green chef is the only keto meal kit which makes sticking to a carb conscious lifestyle simple without sacrificing taste with green chef you're reducing your food waste by at least 23 percent more than you would grocery shopping Green Chef values sustainability and offsets 100% of their carbon footprint, and I love that Green Chef allows me to save time at the grocery store and spend a lot more time enjoying my favorite easy-to-make meals. I'm able to make premium dinners with a curated selection of ingredients and fresh produce in 25 minutes or less with Green Chef's pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices. Go to greenchef.com slash dirtymoney135 and use code Dirty Money 135 to get $135 off across five boxes, and your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com slash dirtymoney135 and use code dirtymoney135 to get $135 off across five boxes with your first box shipped free. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Yes, I remember having a weird feeling in the reunion when she was trying to explain what she did and I was like I, that I I have more questions I don't really understand but but then you just move on because like you said they go on to Mary and she's as wacky as they come and I'm now I'm captivated by her and I've forgotten all about what Jen Shaw was saying about her job. But then also, you know, Jen Shaw's got all these assistants. Like, what do they yeah. do? It just... Yeah, it, and they make a it,
1: joke out of it. They're like, yeah. this is their seventh, eighth, ninth assistant. And it's part of the Shaw squad. And then I'm like, Shaw squad, that sounds fun. I'm part of the Shaw squad. I want to be part of the Shaw <laughs> squad. And which, by the way, that, you know, I mean, that merchandise people are sitting on probably is not going to be appreciated in value over the years. Um, no. Which, by the way, I'll share, uh, I'll share a little... Somebody... That I trust told me this and I just like I can't imagine said that Jen Shaw will still be at BravoCon this year and that she's has a booth where she'll <laughs> be selling things. I was like, what? And this person was like, no, I've, I've, I've had text conversations with, and they were like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be seen with her. They were saying, and, but how Jen Shaw did just show up to actually hold her head high and still, I what mean, that's just another say? part of the mystery of like. Yes.
0: After of, pleading guilty.
1: I was talking to Ronald Richards, the attorney that has been after Erica right. Jane, And he's like, you know, uh, <laughs> hit or miss with a lot of Bravo fans. Yeah. But. I've always gotten a lot of information from him and, you know, asked him very direct questions. And we talked about the Jen Shaw stuff. And what I found fascinating because I was like, wait, if Jen is her past history is any example, won't she just say, listen, secretly or like, listen, between you, me and the audience, I am innocent. But I had to plead guilty because all of these people <laughs> lied about me. And, like, I'm I, i I'm taking the fall for a lot of them. And they, they threatened my family. And he said she can't do that no. because then the plea deal is null and void. That's
0: right. That's exactly right. And I think That's- that is,
1: like, thank God because that was the – you would think that would be the – I mean, I wouldn't even question Jen Shaw would do that.
0: No, absolutely, but you're. That's where my mind was going. It's like, well, then she's not going to get a plea deal, and she has gotten a plea deal that saved, spared her some time. But also, like, you know, obviously, Jen Shaw is going to do what Jen Shaw wants to do. But I can't imagine how her attorney feels. Oh, I can't imagine about her attending BravoCon. Listen, all you need to do right now, Jen Shaw, is shut your mouth. Listen, I hope that's not true. I hope she's just talking big in text messages.
1: But I mean, Jamie, the, the the crazy thing is. I've had so many people reach out to me in DMs with screenshots and all that of the text conversations they've had with Jen in the past of, I'm a 100% not guilty. I mean, she really Double just down. lied to everybody. Like, I had people that, like, swore by her. It was like, you're going to see. You're going to see. And they've had to, like, since go, okay, yeah, completely lied to me.
0: Yeah, she, you know, but that that is part of her. And I, I, you know, I am not a doctor. I am in no place to diagnose. But something there's something I'll, interesting I'll going a doctor. on up here. I'm a doctor. OK, can you please diagnose yeah. her, please, Dr. Yeah. Bailey? Uh, well, I think it's,
1: not, it's extreme narcissism. <laughs> of it's, course. It's what, like I mean, that's it's what narcissism it, mixed with lack um, of empathy.
0: Yeah, yeah. The lack of
1: empathy, I think, is there as well. Uh, and and creating herself as the hero, in a habitual every story.
0: liar, yeah, a yeah. habitual liar, uh, an actor, a pretender, all the traits that scam artists have. They did just, she has all the traits.
1: Well, that's the funny thing. We were so um, Bravo audiences and audiences in general now are so smart and sophisticated. It's like, this is by the book. You guys, this isn't anything new. This isn't any, like we've seen people. The only difference is that this is on TV. We have examples that we can point to, but this is by the book scamming. This is exactly what happens in a scam. And it's just so funny. It's like, I'm sorry if it's one of your favorites, but your favorite did something wrong. Your favorite committed a crime and then lied about it on top of it. My only curiosity is how much time she'll do. You know, I mean, the restitution, what was like $9 million, if Coach will be on the line for that. Right. I know she just saw her one son off to medical school. Um, you know, we, we got all of these stories. I mean, her mom did a storyline with her where her mom was giving her her retirement fund to fund her defense and That's her sad. mom was crying in the scene
0: so sad and, and and then here she is she pleaded guilty she finally is essentially admit, admitting to it all but yet she led everybody on for so long free genshaw hashtag says she, you know and even going as far as saying like yeah i mean i want to have kim kardashian representing me and the, i mean she the lady is just diarrhea of the mouth i mean it's so cringy to watch jen shaw in interviews especially now knowing what we know my big question and this sounds so trivial and i I, it could go either way uh what kind of a look is jen going to give us at sentencing (laughs) is she going (laughs) to have the gucci bag (laughs) and the braids and the (sighs) glam or is she going to humble herself
1: you can, I mean, with Jen, you never know. My hope is that her advisors and everyone says, be humble. You will be sentenced. You know, this is a time to not lean into riches and all of that stuff. I mean, that was like the big thing when we thought there was an actually going to be a trial. Like, I remember legitimately thinking that I was going to fly down there just to do man-on-the-street interviews in front of the <laughs> courthouse yes. as like a bit of part of a bit, you know? Yeah. I was going to do it in a joking way. Um because I like to take very serious things and make fun of them, (laughs) but then, I mean, I remember, and I remember my friend Kiki, talk of shame. I remember all the, they they were planning on covering this thing every day. Mm -hmm. Nobody really saw this coming, even though we all suspected that she was guilty, but we also were robbed of the ultimate fashion show. What, who are you wearing? What are you, you know, each day potentially would have been a different look. I mean, we have the you know, the the shot of her that first day and the braids and the glass, you know, all the whole yeah. thing. And yeah. she's very proud of all of her looks. I just don't know if I even sense really that she's sorry for what she did. Like I, no. I don't feel even like the stuff that she's even still posting or reposting on her D like her Instagram stories, it's still fitting a narrative of you know, it's like, I know we lie to ourselves to let us get, go through our lives, you know, like mm-hmm. I know we tell ourselves things so we can sleep at night. But I, I feel like Jen needs at some point to take a, an action, like a really hard look and maybe start fresh. And and she obviously has family that loves her. Yeah. But at a certain point, like once you have the government involved and you have all the like, I don't know what keeps these people like, why keep a lie going?
0: You know, and that is all interesting. I just think that Jen Shaw, if we're to believe that she's a narcissistic psychopath, she doesn't have the ability to be sorry. She doesn't have the ability to change how her feelings or start fresh and not be a con artist and not be a manipulator and a liar and have all the... I I don't think she has the ability. So I don't know that we're ever... She's going to act... We're going to see a very somber Jen Shaw, maybe in interviews after she's sentenced, you know, from prison or wherever the heck. We're going to see a very somber Jen Shaw, and I'm so sorry. And she's very good at doing that. Like you said, the acting chops are just on fire with her. But I don't think she will ever genuinely be sorry for what she did to the victims. She'll be sorry she got caught. I just, If she's a narcissistic psychopath, I don't think that there's the ability in her brain To be able to be like, you know what? I'm gonna start over. I'm never not gonna live this illegal life anymore. I'm gonna just be a good person. I'm not gonna manipulate. I just think that's what she does. It's all she knows how to do. She doesn't know how to be any other way. Um, Listen,
1: I I want her to break out of jail. I want her to try to do Shaw. I want Shawshank Redemption out of this. I want her like, like you know, getting the stone out of her wall each night. She's crawling through a poster through like a mile of shit. You know, like I want, I want like into the rain. Like I want, like listen. I mean, I. I I want, and the other, I mean, the other question, I don't know if you are digging into it in this series is that my thing is like, well, what else has she done? Like yeah. what else? Like what else is there? Like, yes. th- is this the first time? This has gone on for years. What else is there? Like, what else is there? And I would be very curious about that. And of course, there's yeah. open-ended questions like, what did Coach know? I mean, you know, it's a very interesting thing if you compare it to Tom Girardi and Erica. He's mm-hmm. potentially the Erica in this situation. Now, I have no sympathy for Erica Jane either. Um, but we've definitely, you know, not we've definitely questioned Erica's motives and all of this stuff. You know, there's that interesting thing of, well, why aren't we doing the same for Coach Shaw? You know, is that, you know, is it, uh, we don't do that to men, we only do that to women. Uh, And I hate to, yeah, I I don't want to throw support to Erica Jane in any sense because Erica Jane is still fighting to keep diamond earrings that belong, like that were, that were paid for, proven with victims' money. Yeah, I mean, it's really easy. Are they gotten the diamonds back?
0: Give the diamonds back, and the optics of it are just so so not great. I mean, she she just doesn't care. I I am so not a fan of Erica Jane. I never have been. But um, you know, I, I think with is you know as far as like Coach Shaw, it's an interesting question. I think everybody's wondering is he going to have more scrutiny. Um, you know, he's a lawyer. He was a lawyer before he was a coach, so he has that in his background. You know, so I just he's yeah. not a stupid person. No, and I, not at all. Right? He's the opposite of a stupid person, but. I don't know because like you said Erica Jane's getting much uh, different treatment but see Erica Jane's more in the spotlight than Coach Shaw. She's also a double down type of character. Well, I mean
1: Coach Shaw's album isn't out yet just to be right. fair. Oh, right? I can't you wait. Know, he eventually is releasing. No, but I mean <laughs> no, I mean she definitely I mean and she's one of the centers of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where yeah. Coach Shaw was a periphery character right. uh at most. My thought too is that you know the I would love to know the reality of these situations and that's where unfortunately I think sometimes the show doesn't show us, even though it purports to be reality, is I want to know how this affects their relationship or affected. I want to know how close... I mean, last season, I remember... Uh, was it at the reunion or something? Where they, where they said they had came close to splitting up. That they had come close to Uh divorcing and this was before everything so my thing is how close was this like I mean was there a point where coach Shaw was like I'm out and he didn't get out in time like was there I'm curious about things like that of what the status is now unfortunately I don't think we'll ever know these situations because now she's a proven liar and she'll fit whatever narrative that will work best for her
0: I think you're absolutely right so I don't know if there's any going to be any more story that's going to come out of the whole Coach Shaw thing. I don't know. I, If I were to put money on it, I would say that he had hints, at least. He knew something things were not adding up you know her her career and her uh, her assistance and her glam squad for what she did i think that he probably knew some things just like i absolutely believe that erica jane knew some things i cannot sit here and think that they just absolutely were blindsided
1: well it'll be fascinating for this third season to come out because i think it comes out at the end of september early october this new season of salt lake because i it, i really want to see how they handle this and yeah. like i said earlier we're going into this with jen committing to a lie yes. and how will the production frame this right. will they frame it with a wink to the camera of like we know what happened like cuz they're going to like how they started the second season was we started with a scene of the uh the sprinter van and the ATF and all of that stuff and then we did a flat you know like oh then we went back to tell the story. We eventually got what like 10 episodes in the sprinter van. Finally. So are we going to start when my prediction is we start this season with Jen Shaw pleading guilty. Sure. And then you do flashback and here goes, I'm definitely innocent. Uh, I swear (laughs) to you, I am innocent. I think that's how they're going to frame it just to save their asses. So they don't look like they are, you know, co-conspirators helping Jen push a narrative.
0: Absolutely. And Bravo producers are so shady. They are known to be so shady in the way that they edit things and like they they never miss a moment to shade a housewife and kind of call her out in their own way. So, like, if you can imagine, you know, a scene that starts out, like, the very first episode, it's her saying, I'm guilty, you know, pleading guilty. And then right away, we go back to a scene of her going, I am innocent, free yeah. Jen Shaw, Kim Kardashian's gonna represent me. That is so freaking shady. Like, that, yes, that makes and, and so way, and it's so bad.
1: And it's it's very, what it's what Bravo does. So, like, I already yes. know that's going to happen at some point, yeah. if not the first episode. And I think they almost have to do that just to kind of even protect themselves. I, I think too. there is not culpability, but there is, you can, you know, Bravo can and does look bad in some of this yes. because they are, I mean, you know, assuming this is one of her only paychecks right now and she's going to be getting paid. And especially if she participates in the fourth season, which I imagine they're going to try to get as much as they, I mean, we, my prediction too, is that we will see her up to, we like Teresa, we will see her go into prison. We will see her the yeah. morning of, we yeah. will see that.
0: And the money that she makes, I would imagine, all has to go toward restitution because I think now she's a right? So it's not like she can profit off of it.
1: I'm sure she'll give it the old college try. Of I course. mean, I'm sure she'll try to find a way to, like, you know, there's always ways to funnel money through other people. Who knows?
0: Divorce her husband and then give him the money, you know, in a different, like, There, there's ways that you can do it.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think she's truly... Sorry, I don't think she's true. I don't think she's trying to really truly make Mm -hmm. restitution. I will be very curious how quickly, if I'm surprised that they haven't already filed for bankruptcy, uh, which I'm curious how bankruptcy court rules are in terms of, you know, how does that affect judgments? Um, I I don't know information like that, which I'm still really curious about. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like, I'll just be interested really as a viewer, though, in how it's going to make me feel when you already know how it ends. Like we yeah. already know this ending, will that alleviate watching that will it will it be funny or will it just be like oh this is gross week yeah. after week. Yeah. I mean I always thought watching the Titanic movie I was like who wants to watch this? We already know how it ends, the Titanic <laughs> yeah. boat goes down. Everybody loved it. So I mean we'll probably get a preview in the next week, I would imagine, for the season.
0: I think so. And you know, so many people will watch. It'll probably be the highest-rated season. And you know what? Because we've all just been sitting here watching little clips of whatever we can get of Jen Shaw on social media, but now we're going to have a chance to really go, okay, now we're going to get some answers to questions that we had of like, what has been going on behind the scenes? What have people been saying and doing since all of this is unfolding? So people will definitely watch. And you know, Salt Lake City was the franchise, in my mind, that was never supposed to be, like, popular. I mean, when you heard Housewives of Salt Lake City, didn't you, especially being from L.A., you're kind of like, you know, we're kind of snobs over here. We're kind of like, what goes on in Salt Lake City?
1: I immediately did like Salt Lake, though, because I just thought it had a foundation of religion which i thought was very different than the other housewives franchises like you know you could say oh beverly hills has this kind of like big blockbuster energy but i was like i've never seen a housewife show that's kind of built around different religions and different i thought that was a really interesting angle and i kind of i really dug that at first but my other thought is that i think jen shaw almost banks on sometimes the loyalty of bravo fans and how and like listen jen you are not and Erica Jane, like Erica Jane
0: or Teresa Judy J.
1: Well, that's but they were They're around not. for so long. We like, yeah. you know, we you know, Teresa has, I mean, really insane fandom. Like, yeah, you know, and she was there from the beginning. And Erica's been what seven seasons or something yes. like that. Jen Shaw got uh accused after one season. She absolutely. went into the second season with these accusations, and so I think there was this kind of false like banking on like absolutely you do need to earn the audience's trust. So as much as We find this fascinating. I think she still does not have an extremely loyal fan base because we all got clowned immediately from her. And there's not this wealth of material be like, well, she provided us with these moments. So we'll always love her, you know, right.
0: Right. No, I think you're absolutely right. And we didn't get enough time to, like, bond with her, you know? Like, with Teresa Giudice, it's like people were, like, hardcore, like, tree fans. And then she committed that crime. She, you know, she went to prison. But by then, you're already, like, so in love with her and invested in her. And you're just like, look, I'm I'm here for the long haul. But, like, just like you just said, Jen Shaw, it's just not been enough time. She doesn't have that. So I think it's sort of a false Which is so sense of security s- she has.
1: It's so silly that we're sitting, you know, I love that we're like, well, you know, not as good as a criminal like Erica Jane. (laughs) Not as good as your uh, favorite criminal on the show. Well, it is funny that you kind of like fight, you know, you're like, well, you know, if she'd get a couple more years, I think I would have had more sympathy for. It is very interesting, the questions you have to ask yourself. I mean, all, all of a sudden, even why we watch these shows to begin with, but once somebody does something wrong, how long do you stand behind somebody? How, like listen, I'll go down with all of these shows in terms of, I'll watch every episode until they cancel these shows. But do you go down with people? Like, do You go, like, like once once the government has, like, put out a case, which that was the other thing, I'm still so upset that we will never get to see the Southern District's arguments. Like, we will never get – I mean, that would have been – Wow. It would have been really um, horrendous for Jen Shaw because there's something about saying she's guilty, but we – but see, if we had been able to see all those details, if we would have been able to see Victims those testimonies, yes, I mean, like oh, it would man. be a whole. I mean, like I even think it would have been so much worse for her. It would have, and that's probably what they had presented on her to try to finally get her to to switch, please.
0: Yeah, she definitely made the right decision. And I know that she waited until the very, you know, the 11th hour to make that decision until like she absolutely had to, which also didn't do herself any favors because like you just look stupid now. Like I am innocent and I didn't do this. Okay. And you made
1: your friends look stupid. You made your family look stupid. You
0: talked way too much, Jen. You talked way too much leading up to it and and just doubled down and now you just look stupid. And just like you said, now her family looks a certain way because it's, it's just she doesn't do herself Any favors? I don't know. Like for me, I you know, going back to like Teresa Giudice, I'm not a I'm not a treat fan at all. I think she makes you're not a tree hugger, not at all. I am the opposite. I think she makes great TV. Yes, does she make great TV? Yes, she does. (laughs) But she's a severe asshole, and I cannot. I I. She treats people like shit. She's completely self centered, unreasonable, and like you're got to be loyal. You got to be loyal. She is loyal to nobody but Teresa. So. I don't know, like her her white collar crime with her husband or whatever. To me, that's secondary. And again, it was wrong what she did, whatever. Uh, but I I think it's just she's just wrong as a person the way she treats people. I think she's awful. Like I'm not a huge huge Melissa Gorga fan, but at the same time, like who's a better person? Probably Melissa.
1: I mean, listen. I mean, you. I mean, I I I I don't hate to say, but I I totally agree with you. And the reason I was about to say I hate to say it is because. Teresa's fans are so, in. I mean, yeah. just so intense. Yes, and I'm like, guys, you can still be a fan and admit she treats Melissa like garbage. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, like you don't have to even like Melissa, but come on, can't we admit she treats Melissa like garbage? Like, like I mean, garbage. we... we- I'm like, that's the part where I'm like, yo, two things can be true at the same time. I always say it on my show. Is that like, just because this, you know, like you, you can have two things be true and it's not going to take Nobody's asking you not to love your favorite, but you've got to also realize like live in this reality and what we see, you know, like, Oh, well, well behind the scenes, I hear this, this, that, you know, I'm like, go by what we see, go by, like, I've I watched this from the very beginning and of course Melissa wanted to be a, all of these ladies are suspect just for wanting to be on these shows in the first
0: place. Of course. You of know, course. Like, nobody's
1: above reproach. Like, nobody is untouchable. Now. But, I, I I mean, to me, that I, I completely agree with you. I think it's, you know, the way she, you know, they go on about family and then the way they <laughs> treat their own family is just wild.
0: It's so crazy. And it's like their drama has just been so, you know, ongoing. They're never gonna be friends, they don't like you. Teresa hates Melissa Gorga, she absolutely oh. hates Melissa Gorga. She will never like her, she will never treat her like a sister or even a and by the way
1: I'm sure movie. Melissa hates Teresa at this point I too. Do. Like, why yeah. would you not? Like, I mean, if somebody <laughs> completely like craps all over you. Yeah. You know, there's only What's so there like? far. I mean, like I you're then just saying, Yeah, I'm a pushover, I'll just take it. I'm the person that takes it. But I, I don't know. It's it's really it's, interesting how the audience responds to people yeah. and things and loyalties, and you know, and especially because of Jersey, there's the whole family element that you right. don't have with Genshaw. I mean, the other thing I wanted to say too with the Jen Shaw stuff is you know, she's all about distraction and deflection and all of this stuff. And so I was really, was very upset. And this is another time where two things can be true at once, where she immediately threw it to those ATF people holding guns to my sons. Oh, yeah. You know, and like to try to like, and my two black sons. Yes. You know, and it was like, Wrong. and by the way, ho- oh, horrible. I mean, like, I, yes, that's disgusting, but also Jen, and the same breath, I hope you mentioned, and I know that they were there because, because of, of me and what I did. I do not uh, condone that, but also I don't like, I don't, I, uh, listen, there might be this kind of rule book that people follow that, you know, in a yes. situation like this, but I mean, like why we're here is because of you. And now it turns out you actually were guilty. So yes. you put your sons in this insanely horrible Awful. situation that we can all agree I mean, those kids seem like great kids. They, yes. I mean,
0: I, I like her. Ki- I like her family a lot. I do too. And and that scene was so heartbreaking. I cried during that scene when I saw her sons being ushered out of the house because oh, they were going to raid the- Imagine that. Imagine how scared broke my heart. That is their home. It's where they feel safe. They don't know what's going on. Maybe they looked up to their mom. Maybe now they're like all these things. And now all of a sudden they're being ushered out of their house. It made me so sad as a parent. Just to, my heart. Broke for them, and that really pisses me off. When Jen says something like, "My two black sons, and they have guns." No, honey, is that an issue in this country? Yes, it is. But that's not what's going on here. And don't. But to do me, that. that's
1: like another part of the distraction of like. Yes. Go to something that is a hot button issue yes. that really does just. I mean, that is such a sensitive the- issue that you bring into this, and you're going to throw it out because you're guilty. And yeah. so you're going to try Like, to me, that is so shameful it's wrong. and so yeah. hurtful because like we said earlier, people will believe whatever people like people aren't used to being lied to. No. So they're going to be like, you know what? You're right. This is potentially all about racism. Like, you know, people won't and, even take it down the road.
0: No. and you're And she's doing nothing to help the movement. That she's trying to speak out for, but she's lying. She's, do, because she's, because there actually hurting. is,
1: there she's, is problems, there is issues, yes. actual issues about racism. And this yes. doesn't she's do it any favors. Yeah.
0: Seriously, she's, she's gonna get letters. She's gonna get letters from fans and people that are just oh, so. imagine
1: the people that put money on her books to get stuff <laughs> because they had an interaction <laughs> with Jen Shaw. The way we, I mean, even me, the way we view celebrity in, you know, this world is, is just that these people are better than us. And it's like, yo, look around, they are not. You know, we we are seeing this firsthand, um, you know, and, and you said earlier, you know, it's like, well, are you infamous? Or are you famous? Or does it even matter anymore? Does yeah. that, you know, infamous is just as good as being famous as long as you remember me.
0: Yeah. And some people do have that mindset for sure. I really want to see the, the re- see now the thing is like, I love a good, uh, what do you call Like a prison hair. You know, like blonde women who like for me, if I committed the crimes that Jen Shaw committed and I went to prison, you would see a horrible prison hair picture because my roots would grow out and they would be halfway down my head and my top of my head would be brown and the rest would be blonde and I would look horrible. Now, Jen has naturally black hair, but like we're going to see her in her natural state. We are about to see Jen Shaw. Well, they in say her Botox
1: wears off. They yeah, say, of you know, filler. I mean, and she's going to get a multi year sentence. So it'll be interesting to actually see her naturally age. I mean, but then on the other side, remember when Teresa went into prison? I mean, I always remember this. Like, oh, the she people exclusive. So I mean, and she also was like the head of her friend group. There's like a famous photo Yoga. of her and her in front of her friends and, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they all took photos together on like photo day. And yeah. it was like, I mean, you know, like, wow, she really made the best of it, like got in shape, like Mike, the situation from Jersey Shore, got in shape in prison. And I'm like, hey, who knows? Maybe Jen could, you know, come out just all ripped and like, you know, with like the best (laughs) friends she's ever made in her life. I mean, that's the other thing, too. I always question it, like, yo, could they kid her on a fifth season and they just film her through the the window, (laughs) the, you know, or just put a. Like you know, just through like pick up the phone, and that's her like yeah. confessional scenes. Is just her <laughs> through the plate glass.
0: Listen, I wouldn't be shocked at the, the lengths that Bravo will go to to keep this show going and interesting. So, I mean, look, we might see her in a prison cell as a cast member on season five, six, seven, eight. You just never know. I mean, I, nothing shocks me with Bravo anymore. And the, and the- well,
1: entertainment in
0: crime like now just
1: go i mean every line has been blurred i mean you know we know like you know true crime podcasts and all of these things you know the line of what used to be entertainment and what entertainment is now it's you know all melding together where it's all one and the same when it used to be a real clear delineation of entertainment and crime and now crime is entertainment
0: like, almost expected on these shows, especially The Housewives. Like, okay, which one's gonna go to prison on this cast, you know? Well, no.
1: I mean, I, I do wonder if that's ever a question of, like, you know, and how hard are they giving background checks to these people? And, you know, if this were a movie version of this, or, you know, you would have a, a black comedy where it would be, um, you know, you're gonna need to murder somebody to get on this cast. You know, like, <laughs> we need, you know, because where does it end? Then we need a who done it this season. We need a who, you know, like, because I'm like, if we we keep inching the line back of what we find acceptable and we keep rationalizing it to ourselves because that's what we do. So eventually we're going like, I was like real housewives of Miami on Peacock. They had a great season and there was not really any crime. And yeah. <laughs> it was just a straight-up housewife season. And people were like, I loved it, and a lot of people loved it, but they were like, oh, it's kind of boring. Like, yeah, oh, you didn't see a crime. My, you didn't no see murder. somebody going to jail. You didn't <laughs> see somebody. Like, that's what we almost expect, and that's the yeah. frightening part for me.
0: It is. It is. It started with, okay, who's the villain? There always has to be a villain. But yeah. now it's literally like you said, okay, who's the – uh? fraudster who is uh, going to get indicted on federal charges who is breaking the law on a daily basis you know it really really seems that way and now the bar is so high as far as like now people are craving that like like you said some people might go with Miami like ah nobody got arrested it was all right I mean I don't know nobody got their hair pulled and beat up and went to prison so eh, it's okay I know but-
1: it's like I mean I really do it's like we judge these things now on how salacious they are, and it's like look at the. There's a rich history now of housewives. You know, we, we going back like 17 or 18 years. I mean, it's a, or yeah. I mean, like how many seasons? Yeah. You know, what OCs on its like 17th season going or something insane? Years. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like a long time. And, you know, where we started, if you go back and watch those earlier episodes, it looks like you're watching like a docu-series, like an oh. Oscar, Oscar-nominated, Oscar like it doesn't read like the glossy, pulse-pounding uh-uh. show that we see now of, you know, uh, who's going to go to jail and who did commit the crime and the yelling and the screaming. Like, there was a little bit of that, but yeah. also it was a window into these women's lives in gated communities.
0: Yeah, it's completely changed, and who knows where the show's going to be in five, ten years? But the way it's they're, going, they're now, eventually going to get
1: superpowers. I know, like <laughs> yeah. somebody's going to fly, somebody's going to like they're going to like. You know what? We need to make mutants out of these women. That seems to be big. <laughs> I mean, like you just never know where it's going to. But like the thought I always have is, is like, well, does this ever end? Like, will I be on my deathbed going? I'm not. I'm going to miss the hundredth season premiere of Beverly Hills. Like, is there a, an ending point on this? And what's it going to be? Like if you look at history in terms, like we, what's so exciting about reality TV now, we have a history that you can go back and it's like a, a rich history of, yeah. you know, it started on PBS with an American family. You know, you go to real world, you go to Survivor, you go to all the VH1 mess of a shows like Flavor of Love. I mean, and then Come. VH, well, VH1 had to stop too because somebody did get murdered uh, peripherally yes. from Megan Wants to Marry a Millionaire. Yes. And they, VH1, you know, pulled the plug on most of their reality shows. But you're right, like, Cops is entertainment. Mm -hmm. So it is interesting where we've been building this entire time. And I do wonder if there will be something too insane where it just stops all of these shows in their track.
0: I know. And I guess, you know, that remains to be seen. But, you know, Jen Shaw is definitely an interesting character. I am very you know, excited. I, I hate to say excited, but I want to see how the sentencing is going to go down. I think she deserves to be punished appropriately for her crime.
1: Wait, would you ever, I mean, this is an honest question, you know, for this show, would you ever interview her?
0: I would, for sure.
1: I mean, I don't know. There's part of me that's like, man, that's 50-50. She might do it.
0: Well no, you're right. You make a good point. Now, uh, it would be against her lawyer's advice, I'm sure, because I'm sure they just want her would, to be yeah. mute right now. But it would be interesting. Part of me is like, eh, she would probably just lie and all, you know, what it's nothing's going to be authentic.
1: Well, I would also be interested to see how much she could charm you. Yeah. You know, if you would walk away going, "You know what? Great person." You know, she, bad oh, some, I would, bad mistakes, yes, great definitely person. Not though. great person, away. bad mistakes.
0: Definitely not walk away thinking she's ever a great person because I honestly thought she wasn't a great person even before all this came out. I thought (laughs) I had made a judgment based on a few things I saw, a few little red flags on the show. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I I could talk about Jen Shaw forever. She's fascinating. I'm always fascinated by... A woman who's able to pull the strings on this level of a scam because it just is so rare. Uh, By the way,
1: by the way, good, good for women for getting up there too. We're finally getting (laughs) women can be con artists as well and do just as good job of a man. All these men turned on her. She was the
0: top. That that says something. She is not a background character. She is the top dog pulling the strings on this scam. I always think about that
1: just in gen of like the mentality that. You know, and I always thought about this with Tom Girardi of like at, at a certain point, you're just really trying to keep up this lie that's getting bigger and bigger oh. and bigger. And a, part of me was like, oh, it, it just must be eating these people alive. And then part of me was like, no, I think they oh. potentially get off on it. Like yeah, they, it, there's something it, so exciting about this for them.
0: That's something I think in their psyche that they are different from you and me. I would vomit. I would wake oh, up and vomit. Ulcers, like- if I knew I had to face these people and and and. Keep the lie going and all that. I would ha- literally have ulcers, like you said. These people, that is something in their psyche that is different from you and me and the average human being. And they are, that's why they're able to pull it off because their psyche, something very different is going on upstairs yeah. with them than us. But I, I mean something's
1: going it was something's going on different upstairs for me too it just doesn't oh, involve no. criminal activity it just doesn't i mean like you know
0: <laughs> listen we've both always been a little different a little off yeah.
1: <laughs> very special
0: very special people <laughs> well ryan i have had so much fun talking to you about this you and i were gearing kind of gearing up for this you had mentioned it before and you know what's funny is i didn't even know we were going to do a mini series on gen Shaw. and when i did i was like oh. Got to talk to Ryan Bailey because I know you were really wanting to chat about her.
1: It'll be great, too, because I think you'll still probably be recording when that season trailer drops. Yeah. Or at least you'll be doing episodes and you can talk about that as well.
0: Absolutely. There will be more to come on this story, but I appreciate you coming on and taking the time. Ryan, thank you so much. And uh, I know we'll talk soon.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I hope you enjoyed hearing from Ryan Bailey as much as I did. Make sure you're subscribed to his podcast, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey and What the Kids Are Watching. As far as Dirty Money Moves goes, we're currently working on another miniseries, and of course, season two of the podcast, which will be another deep dive into a female con artist. Episode one of the next miniseries will drop soon, so make sure you're subscribed to or following Dirty Money Moves so you don't miss any new episodes. Dirty Money Moves is a collaboration between Murderish and Cloud 10 Media. Executive producers are myself, Jamie Rice, and Sim Sarna. Research, writing, and producing for the miniseries is done by Devin Ruskin. Emily Crane does the audio mixing and editing. Josh Cook composed the music. And Brian Stefanik created the podcast cover art. Follow us at Dirty Money Moves on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And if you like the show... Please rate us, review us, and leave us a few stars at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. If you're into true crime content, check out my other podcast, Murderish. Thanks for listening, and see you all very soon for the start of a brand new miniseries. series